Having computer problems? Get help now. Guaranteed satisfaction. Check us out at INeedTech.com forward slash help. Free evaluation of your issue. INeedTech.com forward slash help. Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number 21. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody. Cliff welcomes you to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. (laughs) Stephanie says hi. And uh, Cliff and... Stephanie didn't give you permission to do... The welcome. Oh, well, Cliff is very sorry that he's done that. Yes, Cliff should be. Stephanie only said you could well, Steph- save the podcast number. Stephanie should forgive Cliff. Stephanie will. Awesome. <laughs> so we just finished watching uh, episode number eight titled something or Staring other. Staring at the sun. Staring at the sun. And uh, I have to go on the record and say. Cliff did not like this I episode. I hate that episode. <laughs> What? Ah! And this week I had I had a client. Stephanie had Stephanie likes that episode. Cliff did not like that episode. Cliff was at work this week and took a phone call. We heard. We read your tweets. Blah 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 blah. Go ahead. Oh yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. I had a client call, or Cliff had a client call that uh, had lost three of his toes from diabetes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to remove three of his toes. Cliff took uh, had a client come in and uh, explained that she's. Just finished going through radiation for breast cancer. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. And then I watch a television show that shows a five-year-old girl run over by the nanny. Maybe Cliff shouldn't watch medical dramas. (laughs) Does Cliff think so? Cliff thinks so. Because Stephanie thinks so. But I need a host, so. (laughs) Yeah, so here I am. Um, Hey, we got some voicemail, didn't we? We did. We got some voicemail. Was that for this show? Yep, that was... uh, from uh, Maggie, Maggie Mac. We have two of them. Yes. From her, actually. Let's play the first one. Or okay. Can, can we play Maggie's? Cliff will play Maggie's first message. See. As I uh, open it up here and uh, see if we can get it to work. So here. Cliff is, doesn't know what he's doing. Cliff has. <laughs> Cliff. Cliff has not set this up prior to this. Uh, Stephanie so. thinks this is fun. Cliff thinks Stephanie should cover with something else for just a moment. Okay, so Stephanie does. Oh, Stephanie can say how hot it is to open an episode with um, Derek in the bathtub. <laughs> That's like how they should open every episode. You think so? I think so. Oh, and they ended it that way too. That was pretty smart. Yeah. So what I'm going to say here in the meantime is that um, obviously this is for episode eight, Staring at the Sun, and um, we will have three more podcasts before the season premiere. They will be episode nine, um, From a Whisper to a Scream, and episode 10 is, tell me again, episode 10. I'll, I'll flip to it now. Cliff is looking. Cliff says it's don't stand so close. Don't to stand me. so close to me, and that's awesome because hey, I totally know. Stephanie, oh. this is Maggie no, go ahead. I'm, hi, Maggie. And the girl. Hi, Maggie. Won't pause. Pause, Maggie. Okay, there we go. Okay, so Cliff will start Maggie over. Um, this one, episode eight, episode nine, from a scream to a whisper, 
episode 10, Don't Stand So Close to Me, which is so funny why that has that title name, and you'll love that. Okay. And um, and then we're going to revisit um, Didn't We Almost Have It All, which was the season finale from season three. Yes, to prepare ourselves. To prepare to ourselves. Go right. Of course, that episode really sucked. It did. It, but maybe with some perspective, you know. It won't suck. It will suck less. Maybe it will. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's play. Cliff wants to go ahead and play Maggie's uh, first voice message. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Maggie from Virginia and the Girls Night In podcast. I'm just listening to the Grey's Anatomy um, review of season three, episodes five and six. And you guys were talking about the interns sleeping with their bosses. And I just have a point of clarification because I am pretty sure that Addison and Alex never slept together. They kissed, but they never slept together. That storyline kind of got dropped once um, Addison was going to get her own show. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 95% sure. So, just had to call it and correct you there. Um, I love the review, and I can't wait till Grace comes back. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay, so before Cliff plays Maggie's second message, uh-huh. I'm going to say, Stephanie's going to say that she listened to this and I'm like, Maggie, how can you not remember? Uh-huh. that they, And I'm like looking on the internet, trying to find the episode title, which I never found, but it's in there somewhere. And, um, and I was really shocked that Maggie didn't remember this part. And I was so ready to respond and just like, yeah, no more shock than everybody and, out there who couldn't understand that we couldn't think of Walt as yeah, the third whatever. child. That's because I don't Survivor. like that whole Michael Walt thing. Well, <laughs> Walt, I don't mind. It's the whole Michael thing, but that's a whole nother show. So, um, and I'll talk about that on that show <laughs> too. But, um, but I really, I was shocked that that um, Maggie didn't that know. Maggie didn't remember. And then Cliff says, "Well, didn't you get Maggie's second message?" Hi guys, this is Maggie again. I'm on my long commute to work, and I was just rethinking over Grey's Anatomy season three, and I realized that I was wrong. That Alex and um, Addison did sleep together. I forgot the whole Mark and the break thing and the no sex rule or whatever. So, basically calling in to say that you guys were right and I was wrong. And I'm sorry for calling in and correcting you. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Now I'm, in a, now I'm in a very goofy mood and you guys have got crazy out of me back in my head. Thanks. Yay. It'll be back soon. Um, <laughs> this is great. Sorry. She just goes on for a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm just amused now. Um, so, Okay. This message was basically me calling in to say that I totally forget the first message. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> totally That's forgotten. Great. So so we got Grace back in Maggie's head and, and everyone else's, and that was our goal with, um, well, our goal was to get Cliff like to watch the, you know, all of season three because he was still missing those beginning pieces. I had pieces. the gap. And, um... But in the meantime, we were able to refresh people's memory to maybe how the season started yep. and um, and really get ready for season how did, four. How did Maggie leave us a voicemail? I mean, because like, that's the first time that's ever happened yeah, on I the Grays podcast. I don't know. I mean, it's happened on other podcasts that we produce, but really... Is that the first voicemail for Grays? Yes. It can't be. It is. Wow. However, since Maggie. We're, since you were my first. There we go. Uh, since we are no longer going to be doing the live shows immediately following 
the episodes, but yet we will be recording our initial reactions reactions to those shows. If people wanted to, they could, after following uh, following the episode, Mm -hmm. they could immediately call the gspn.tv listener line. And leave a message. Be- yeah, but I don't know what that number is, so Cliff will tell you. I'll tell you that in just a moment. <laughs> but here's the si- here's the th- situation. Stephanie and I do not start watching Grey's Anatomy until about fifteen minutes after, fifteen Correct. or twenty minutes after it starts, and so and that's so we can skip commercials and stuff like that. But by the time we're done and we actually start recording our podcast, it's usually about fifteen minutes after the episode is done. So that's plenty of time for your voicemails to be left on our system and sent via email to us, and we can play them right into the show. Yeah, and respond right there. Exactly. So that'll be fun. So, And that number is? That phone number is area code 859-795-4067. And again, that's area code 859. No, that one, the studio line is 57. Oh, okay. 859-795-4067. Sweet. And that's also on the website. Just go to gspn.tv, click on the Contact Us link on the Miscellaneous Links site uh, section, and and it has the phone number there. Sweet. So do you want to share with with us some of your notes that you took on episode eight? Yes, I do. So we can maybe actually like, yeah, I don't know. Talk about this episode. Talk about it. Something crazy like that. Um, yes. Uh, staring at the sun. In the in the tub, but doesn't want to have sex. Duh, stupid Meredith. That is ridiculous. Why? I'm a guy. You do not get in the tub with a I'm guy. I'm a woman. <laughs> okay. You do not get in the tub with a guy if you don't want to have sex. That's Maybe he got in with her. She didn't get in with him. It is her house. It is her tub. If you don't want to have sex, you don't let the guy get in the tub with you. You don't lean up against him with your naked body. Mental note. There you go. Just a note, <laughs> ladies. If you want to take it slow, lay off the bathtubs together with the suds, okay? That's all I'm saying. I mean, she starts the episode in the tub with him. She ends the episode in the tub with him. And she wants to take it slow without sex. That's torture. That's all I'm saying. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I thought it was romantic and very. Um, oh yes, let's go out on a date together and not have sex, but yet we can have fun in the tub. That's there's a little bit of mixed signal there. Maybe so, maybe so, but maybe men just need to know that women need attention that is not sexual. Okay, I understand that, but not in the tub. It ain't happening there. Okay. Okay. On a date. Um, on, okay. Seriously. Seriously. Without giving out too much information. Uh huh. You know, we'll we'll talk later. <laughs> okay. Because I, I remember not too long ago being very pregnant. Okay. Taking a bath without having sex. Okay. Thank you for that mental image for everyone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, cut it out. But. All right, let's, what do you got next? Uh, Whatever. Let's just dig, let's go from here. <laughs> Give me your notes, I'll read them. All right, you can have my notes. What's okay. the next line? The next line is, how is Christina back to scrubbing in? Yes, Um. and you have an answer, you think? I do. But I, I, I don't know that I'll accept any answer that anybody has, because in the last episode, um... Uh, Bailey says you are not scrubbing on anything until 
you fess up and tell me why you erased my name off the board. It ain't happening nowhere, no way. And then all of a sudden, this episode, she's like, I have to scrub in on this. And she goes, of course you do. So tell me, what is your analysis on this uh, situation? Bur- Burke, is, Burke is a superior of Bailey's. If he asks for Christina, I don't think there's anything she can do. It didn't seem that he... We didn't see him ask for her. And I it, think it's just kind of known that she's his intern. Okay. Well, I, I still don't... I, I That doesn't satisfy... It's like an outstanding request. It, it, I mean, wasn't in the last episode, wasn't Burke around? Why not? He went camping. Oh, so just that day. Where the boys are. Gotcha. Okay. I, I'll I'll buy it. There, there were no men. Pretty much like Bailey was in charge. Gotcha. There, there were no, you know, nobody else was around. All right. So next, next little not line is, um, um, where am I? I oh, don't know. why can't I help with my dad's endoscopy? Now I have to tell you something. I don't want to help with my dad's endoscopy. There, you know, there are some things. There are some parts of your dad you shouldn't see, and the inside of his gut is one of them. And it's not so much the inside of his gut. I mean, if it was a heart surgery, I can understand as a doctor wanting to be there for that. But but the entrance to which that scope Mm-mm. goes. Endoscopy goes down your throat. Oh. Colonoscopy goes up the other way. Oh, t- t- totally strike that. I mean, strike that. Here, right. Here's my pen. Scratch that okay. out. <laughs> Woo! Colonoscopy. You've I'm, had an endoscopy. How do you not know which way that leave goes? Leave me in? alone. <laughs> I had lots of drugs for that thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was kind of funny. That was okay. kind of funny. So next is five year old backed over by, and then you got mom scratched out and nanny written in. <laughs> well, that's because I was taking notes as, as you were we watching were giving it, I information, know. and I hate this part of this episode. I, it's all fake. I don't care if it's fake. The fact on the television. is, it happens frequently. It does all the time, and I will have to it tell just you, just happened here a couple months ago. It happened. It's happened here like six times that well, I'm aware of. But I'm just saying this one yeah. particular time just happened let, two months ago. I think. Let me tell you something. It is not s the SUV's fault. No. Okay. It is not the SUV's fault. Um, that that to me seemed to be such like a they were almost going for a, some kind of political kind of right. statement there. They were trying to to make a no no it wasn't the SUV's fault. Now I'm not saying it was the mother's fault, and I'm not saying it's the nanny's fault. Right. And I'm not even saying it's the child's fault. It's just something that happens, mm-hmm. and there is no it does it, it, it it's something that you know, kids go where they shouldn't go. I, sh- I mean. I, how can it be nobody's fault? That that's a that's an issue, you know. How can it be nobody's fault? The fact is, is that people do things, you know, and you get in a, you, you don't think about a child behind your car. You don't. You don't. And, well, and, we do because our neighbor's kid likes to hide well, behind our true. car, but you know. But the the fact is, is that this happens plenty of times when an SUV is not involved. Right. And I don't care. No, no parent, no nanny, no anybody. Just carelessly, you know, runs over kids. I right. mean, that it, it, the fact is, is that there are circumstances that seemingly you cannot control to where if you put the right formula together, an accident such as this can happen. It can. Okay. And so, but the only thing is, is that I just hate the thought of it. I hate, right. 
I mean, for me personally, I don't know what it is about me as an individual, but I cannot, I cannot take that scenario and not see my own kid in that hospital well, bed. I cannot. I don't think see that it. there's anything wrong with you as an individual because I think that as humans we would do that. I mean, we had we had here um, a, a story locally where um, a two year old was left in the van. Mm-hmm. And, and and died and it's a horrible story and I don't watch the news because of stories like that and so I had actually heard it um, from someone else and I have a two-year-old I could not picture and and it it taunted me for days for yeah. days I would dream and it would be McKenna and it freaked me out now you know there's tons of things that we could go on about that but that's not what this podcast is about but um Accidents happen. I agree. But I tell and you what. Th- if, and, and I, in watching this episode, I thought that the way that they portrayed the mom was very, um, that they portrayed the mom very well. Because I think deep down she knew part of it was her fault. Mm-hmm. But it was easier for her to place the blame on the nanny. You know what? I, I will have to, again, mm-hmm. I'm going to come down to the point that this is nobody, this was none of their I know faults. you're not. I'm, I'm speaking from. The, the mom, it was, I'm, the only thing I can think of, th- there were two different issues with the situation with the little girl and the whole scenario with the nanny mommy thing. There was the accident of her being ran over mm-hmm. by the car. And then there was the whole other issue of the mom who loves her job and who's good at her job, but also loves her daughter but just isn't good at that and so she doesn't really focus there those are two separate issues and i think that they i don't think they are you don't think so Mm -mm. i think that they're very much connected because um and you know people may really hate me for this but as a mom i can say that i don't think that they are two separate issues i think that that mom was good at her job. You know, she loves her job and she's good at it. And I respect that. I really do. And I understand not being good as a mom because there are some times where I feel really, really inadequate to be those kids' mom. Seriously. And, but I do understand that, um, that in light of the situation, whether it was nobody's fault or not, that there's going to be guilt and you're going to want to place blame because when something like that happens, you need to place blame. You can't just say it was an accident. You need an explanation. You can't tell me that if our six-year-old choosing him because it's the closest in age, but if one of our kids was backed over by a car, you can't tell me that you wouldn't need somewhere to place the blame. Right. Okay. Even if it's on the van or the SUV or whatnot. But what I'm saying is but I don't... Here- Oh, go ahead. You won't let me finish. I am letting you finish. You're not. You've interrupted I, me twice. Go ahead. I thought you were done. Being done would like mean that I would stop talking. And Okay. Go okay. ahead. No, I totally lost. I totally lost my track of thought. Thank you. So what were you going to say? Maybe it'll come back to me. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, but I don't think that the issue of her i mean if she was a stay-at-home mom obviously there wouldn't have been a nanny but um the the whole situation is you know people have maybe maybe they were going to go out on a date and they hired this girl as the 
as a sitter for a couple hours to to watch your daughter. Same situation could have happened. That that mm-hmm. situation that scenario, that car accident did not occur because the mom worked full time no. and, and hired. I'm a not nanny. saying that it did. Okay. That's what I'm saying is not connected. No, I'm talking about the emotion from the mom. No, I agree with you on the emotion from the mom. So we're so we agree then. I guess. Because I all I was saying is I was that, talking about the emotion from the mom and her feelings to cut out the nanny. To yes. cut out Anna. Yes. And that comes from guilt. Yes. That comes from the guilt at not being good at being a mom. That comes from guilt from working all the time. That comes from guilt that she was supposed to watch the kid for five minutes and she got hit by a car. Whether it's her fault or not, she is going to blame herself for that. I agree. 100%. And the reason that she cut Anna out of Mia's life at that point is because the mom needed Mia to need her. Right. Not Anna. That's Absolutely. all I was going to say. Okay. Are you done? I don't know. Okay. So all, all I was saying is that I think this episode kind of portrayed, you know, with especially how they tried to hit home with, you with know, Bailey. with Bailey and, and, and Meredith. Meredith and their conversation back and forth with one another. Because that's the way Meredith kind of, was raised. Meredith the, was raised by a parent who put her career first. Right. And so go ahead. And so basically all I was saying is that this episode seemed to be pointing out that this situation all occurred. This daughter, the, her daughter, was ran over because she was too busy and and too enthralled in her own work and her own career. And right. I disagree with that. Now okay. I believe that the mom would take that guilt upon herself. I agree with that, but I don't think that that was the cause. And I think that that this episode was trying to say that. And so, and of course, that's why they ended, you know, with Bailey calling and. You know, making a point mm-hmm. to try to sing to her son and stuff. So, right. anyway, that baby was totally asleep. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Which was, that was a beautiful song, and and uh, the actress that plays Bailey obviously sang that song, and she does. She that was a wonderful voice she had. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're running low on time. What else do you right. want to cover? Well, you're the one who took the notes. I well, you've got my notes. Okay, um, Frank. Frank, the whole reason why we started this Frank episode. Frank fights back. Yes, Frank yeah. fights back. <laughs> <laughs> the last girlfriend he, he had was so funny. The last girlfriend he had what found? Found the guy with hair. Yes, so, so he got, got hair, hair plugs, plugs, but it was too late. This time he finds his girlfriend finds Lars as the personal trainer. Yep. So he gets peck implants. <laughs> he, <laughs> How are the twins? He, he was get, really funny. He gets fake boobs. Yeah. And I love I love the picture of of Izzy yeah. feeling them. Oh yes, that was hilarious. Them. That is so funny. And Sloane comes in. This is why I don't tr- like. Sloane interns. is such a creep. And he not is a, a creep. creep. He's a jerk. Okay. He he really is a jerk. Yep. He really really is. He gets on my nerves. Anyway, um, George's dad has cancer. Yes. And a bad heart. And a bad heart. It's not a good day for George's dad. No. And the, I. I the the part that I really um really felt connected to in the story was when he says, How am I gonna tell my wife this? You know? Forty years we've been married. And now I have cancer and a bad heart. And <laughs> she's you know? been telling me all along. And it's like it it's it's really emotional for him. Yeah. You know? And um and so I, I thought that part was 
really fitting that they put that in. Right. Because then in the next episode, I think you meet his wife. Oh, and, okay. Um, and so, anyway. Um, nobody gets it right with their own family. Christina said that, I think. I think that was Christina. Yes, it was. Now that I think about it. Okay. Nobody gets it. She was talking to George. You know, mm-hmm. nobody gets it right with their own family. And that is so true. Oh, yeah. That is so true. I mean, th- there are things. I don't know what it is. There are things I can say. I can t- I can share things with the entire world in a podcast that I would I would just so never even consider saying in front of my mom and dad or saying right. to my mom or dad or having a conversation with my mom and dad. And half the time, I'm afraid that one day they'll figure out how to use a computer enough <laughs> to to actually listen to it. one of my episodes of any of my podcasts. I doubt it. Yeah, they can't even do email well. So yeah. we're I think they I'm pretty safe. They can't change printer toner. <laughs> I think you're safe. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have to insert paper into <laughs> their printers. Seriously, I think you're safe. You, you'll be all right. My stepdad at the office types about three words a minute. It's great. It's just great fun. Uh, so um, Richard misses Adele. But spends all of his time with um, Ellis. Uh, Ellis. You know why? I am, yes. Why? Because she won't remember his flaws in the morning. I don't think that she that's thinks why. That he, no, she thinks that he is a great man. Oh, you She's know what? She's totally you're in love with him. She builds him up. She needs him. Yes. She wants him. You're absolutely right. A man Adele wants to be loved. Adele kicked him to the curb. Did she? She gave him an ultimatum. Well. T- oh, goodness. Any woman who's been married that long knows you don't give your husband an ultimatum. Well, here's the deal. And expect though. him to, like, choose you. I mean, seriously. I don't know about all that, but anyway, the oh, thing is, is how Me long or has podcasting. he? A, how long? Me or podcasting? <laughs> yeah, right now. Come on, I would choose you in a you second. You would not. I would too. You would not if you had I'd to think about it. If you, <laughs> if you had to walk out of here and lock that door right now and never come would, back in here, I would leave. I would leave you because you would be so darn miserable. I would be miserable, but I would, and leave I it. would leave you. <laughs> and then she, I'd have my podcasting. Back. Exactly. She. Is asking him to give up his livelihood. I gotcha. Who he is as a man. Mm -hmm. He is a surgeon. And she is asking him to give that up. I think that I I totally, I totally respect marriage. I mean, I'm not, I think that he needs to sacrifice a little bit for her because she has, because she has sacrificed so much for him. But I think that the way she went about it and how much she's asking him to sacrifice. In In defense of Adele. We don't know how much he's abandoned her. Oh and yeah, how I much he's, he's completely tried. abandoned her. And exactly. And so I, I can't, I can't. I mean, she's been, she's been a pushover. If anything, she's been a pushover for too long. Okay, but being a pushover is her own fault. Yes, it is. And she to be needs, a pushover for forty plus years, you don't just come back and say, okay, I'm, or however I'm, long they've been married, you don't just come back and say, okay, now it's this or me. You choose right now. You, you. Yeah, you, I, yeah. That, that I agree that that's a little difficult and a little harsh to come in just right like that. But uh, okay. at, at least at the end, he, you know, he says, Listen, he wants to. I'm going to quit going to see yeah. Ellis. I'm going to try to save my marriage. She doesn't, by the way. Don't. You know that part. You've seen that part. I know. I know. No, he he ahead. does the whole. I know. We would have been happy. We would have had kids. Yes, I with Ellis. I know. I okay. know. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. Just go ahead. I'll let you know. Anything else? Um, Alex kissed Izzy. <sighs> yes. Says I didn't know you still liked me in that way. She's in. Alex says I didn't, I didn't either. either. Okay. 
Here's the big one. Yeah? George knows. George knows. This is the beginning of the end for The Secret. Yes. And I'm excited to see this play out because I haven't seen this part. Okay. You know, so right. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then the very last thing, of is course. Addison tosses the bad juju off of the ferry. Yes. The bye ring bye, goes bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Check out our gspn.tv listener forum. We have a brand new one. And it's uh, clearly marked now over at gspn.tv. There is a section for Grey's Anatomy, and you can talk about Grey's Anatomy with us and all the other listeners to this podcast. And again, you can call us on our listener line at area code 859-795-4067. Hey, Stephanie, we'll talk to you soonish, I guess. Soonish.